Today's podcast is brought to you by our friends at Anchor FM. Anchor is the easiest way to start your own podcast. You can create and distribute your podcast across all the major podcasting hosting stations, okay? And it's absolutely free. So if you've ever thought about hosting a podcast, now's your opportunity to do so. Jump on Anchor FM and start podcasting today. We're also brought to you by our friends at Vulorium. It is the fastest growing live streaming platform on the planet. Thousands of titles. You can watch it on any device. It's got no upfront costs, no credit card fees. It's free to watch. You can watch it on the toilet while you're on your mobile phone, at the office instead of doing your paperwork, maybe on your tablet while you're waiting for the airplane to take off. Right, but Vulorium has thousands and thousands of titles for you to access instantly. So jump onto Vulorium.com today and start watching. Today on the Remedia podcast, I had the pleasure of sitting down with Brie Allen. Brie is the founder of Poppy Design Interior Designs based on the Gold Coast in Australia. She's a mother of three and has recently been nominated for the top 100 businesswomen in Australia in the construction industry. It was a great insight into how Brie manages the family and work-life balance, and I hope that's inspiration for people out there that are juggling with a 9-to-5 job they're not entirely happy with, um, but they have a passion for something else. The time is to get out now uh, and to have a go. You've got one life, make the most of it. So for the people that are listening, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode with Brie. And if you want to get in touch with Brie, all the contact details for Poppy Design for Brie Allen are in the show notes below. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome to the Remedia podcast, and thank you for taking the conversation. Uh, I know you're busy and you're driving, um, so please do this safely. <laughs> Yeah, no, we're good. Thanks for having me. No, I, I greatly appreciate you actually agreeing to do this. It's, um, it's not very often I get uh, the opportunity to sit down and talk with a, a friend that I've known for a long, 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 long time, um, but also yeah. someone that uh, someone that has um, has grown and got the accolades of uh, that you have in the recent uh, few months. Um, so I think it's awesome for Remedia to be able to sit down and talk with you. So I thank you greatly. Thank you. Um, how did you get started in the construction industry? Gosh, <laughs> so million dollar question. Um, look, to be honest, it's it's kind of something I've always loved to do. Um, it is now probably more so than ever a really male dominated industry, um, and you know there, there's some awesome, awesome females coming through now and there's some great initiatives that are taking off and um, it, it's a really good time I think to be involved in this but um, originally I just started because it was just a real passion of mine I think I started with my my family and my family's friends and just rearranging their house and their furniture and um, you know giving them advice on colors and things like that mm. I yeah and it, it just it's kind of stemmed from there, but it's just always been a passion of mine that are quite creative and and just like all things to do with interior. And I think that's you know it's not just interiors. I think it, it it's part of your your it, it all stems from fashion and, and yeah. anything that's um, on trend. So yeah. it's just something that you know, I think extends from that. 
Was it something that you actually, um, you, you said that you, you had a passion for it for an early age, but is it something that it was definitely like, even through going through school, you knew that's what you wanted to do? Oh, I think deep down, yes. Um, I wasn't actually trained at all. Um, I just did it for the love of it. And it wasn't until I had clients that said, you know, do you have, you know, a degree in this or do you have, um, you know, any experience? And I would just say, I have to be honest and say no. And it wasn't until I got asked that many times over that I thought, God, I really need to do uh, a diploma or, or have a certificate behind me to kind of back me um, and my decisions. And and I so I went and did that. Yep. And um, now I can say, yes, okay, I'm qualified, <laughs> which but in the beginning was something that I just didn't even think was necessary because I really didn't believe or I didn't really think that I could make this into a full-time job for yeah. myself yeah. I just thought it was you know it was a bit of a, a fluffy kind of industry and it was all pretty and it was all glamorous and um yeah I was very much wrong <laughs> in thinking that because it's not all glamorous um <laughs> the end result is amazing and it's yeah. very satisfying for not just myself but my clients but uh it's certainly not all glitz and glamour and just shopping yeah. no is it um was it a confidence thing for yourself to Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, it's when you're working with clients and they, they have a particular vision in mind and you also have a vision in mind, um, you do definitely have to have experience behind you and confidence in in, in giving your advice and your opinion and, and creating something that that you're happy with and your clients are happy with. Because at the end of the day, I'm never going to deliver something that I'm not 100% happy with because it's your name behind that and that's your yeah. brand. Yeah. Um, and it's really finding, you know, that, that real – it can be quite challenging mm. But at the end result, it's, it's very rewarding for, for both parties involved. Yeah. I, yeah. Found, I found the technology is definitely something that, that exposes us, right? You know, it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We, 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 for the first time, really, you people have this ability to break uh, break down who you actually are. You know, from if you're being fake, you get caught out really quickly, and mm. and much like the fashion industry, I'm you know. The, the interior design industry or construction industry in, in general, you can't you can't fake it anymore. It's not something that's you possible. can't. You're, you're very much you know you're very much exposed. Um, if you don't know what you're doing, it can all fall apart. Mm. Um, you know, I'm in the middle of recreating and rebranding. Not not so much rebranding, but rebuilding my my website. Um, you know, in the in the web designer said to me, I really need your Three, three points of you know what, what is your actual structure of your proposal and, and you know you you meet with the client and you, you give your proposal and in the end and I said it's not really so structured like that to be honest I need to delete that whole page because every client of mine is is very much a personalised um, approach and I, that I take with everybody so mm. it's not just a three step process yep. and. Um, I can't even put that on my web page because it's not. It's just about having that conversation with them and really delivering 
their expectations and, and beyond their expectations and creating something that they, their, their dream and their vision. Um, and that's, that's the beautiful part of it. Yeah. I must say that we're living in an age where we have to sell without selling. And um, I mean, I've, obviously I've seen a sneak peek of your website. It looks great. It's fantastic. Um, and you. no, no worries. But I actually think that it's getting we, there. <laughs> yeah, it's good. these things take time. These things take. But um, yeah, it's definitely when I'm what I mean by selling without selling is you, if it's not the way that you approach things, it becomes very foreign, and that is part of being that fake persona, and you get caught yeah. out really quickly. And if, if if you've got this idea that you want to sell the things you're actually putting into the properties. That's great, but the process has to match how Brie processes it, and I agree with. That's right, and a lot of a lot of the way that I approach things is very much on on trust from my clients. You know, I I take what you know everything that they they give me and um, try and create that that vision and that dream and making it a reality. Mm. Um, in some cases, yeah, it can be quite challenging to, to find that happy medium, but it's, it really is about about trust. And, you know, they can go to a, a, a chain store and, and find that package and put that in their lounge room, and that's great. And that's, you know, if they're happy with that. But my job is to create something, that wow factor, that's something a bit different from everybody else. Yep. Um, you know, it's a, so my job involves, yeah, sourcing different products, sourcing different suppliers and, and something that the next one neighbor's not going to have, um, but something that's not going to date and something that's going to really be timeless. Mm. And that's something that I really pride myself in yeah. um, is sourcing things that are going to be timeless and not just in fashion for now. You know, it's the small things, the cushions, the soft furnishings. Yeah, they can be in fashion now, but it's the things that you're going to have for a long time that I kind of really source high and low to find something a little bit different um, that my competition is not going to be able to offer. Yeah. Where did the idea for poppy design come from? (laughs) We spoke about this last night. It was was quite funny. Um, It's a bit of a a fluffy name, I suppose, Um, (laughs) but it was something that uh, I'd always wanted a child uh, named Poppy and I was – Never really given that. <laughs> and now you've got <laughs> and one. My for last sure. child, my third one, was a boy. So unfortunately, it was never going to be called Poppy ever. Um, so I decided to to name my business Poppy Design, and because of you know, that's what you do, I suppose. Yeah. And uh, you know, I never really dreamt that it would get to where it is and where it's heading. Um, but. You know, I kind of think, well, it's stuck now, so it's going to – and it kind of it does have a meaning. So that's it. It's, it's stuck and it's sticking. So well, you're, an on, keep, you're an entrepreneur. keep running with it. Yeah, well, you're an entrepreneur <laughs> and, and it is your baby, you know, whether whether you like it or not. Correct. You get up in the morning and, Correct. You, and you feed it um, information <laughs> and, and it delivers you uh, – Kids deliver you, you know, not nappies full of not so good things, but hopefully um, the business <laughs> delivers you, um, you know, a bank account full of uh, fun stuff and good things. But um, yeah, how... we hope. So. <laughs> well, it's gonna take. It just takes time, but you'll get there for sure. How did um? How did you? Did you take the concept for Poppy Design and actually take it from paper, and then actually put oh, it into it, put it into a proven concept that you knew that okay, Look, 
To be honest, it's been something like in the background of my mind. I've, I have been, you know, I've, I've had a, a good job in a, in the corporate world and it's been something that I've just kind of played around with the idea and um, only recently just gone, you know what, I'm going to bite the bullet and if you don't know, you don't know. Um, and I don't want to look back and go, I didn't, it didn't give this a real good shot, you know, would it have worked? I, I don't know. And I never want to get, you know, <laughs> to 80, 90 and go, imagine if I tried this or, you know, whatever the case might be. So, um, yeah, I just went, you know what, I'm, I really am quite passionate about this. I'm, I'm, you know, I open the real estate books and magazines and, and paper every day, every weekend, whenever they're available. And I kind of go, wow, <laughs> so I think I can do probably a bit better than that. And um, so I just bit the bullet and and I'm here now and it's been a bit of a roller coaster yep. uh, to say the least not just in business and in, in my personal life and you know it, it, life's yeah it, it throws curveballs at you but mm. I think you know when you're not on the right path that's when it does throw the biggest curveballs at you to make sure that you get on the right path and I think now I'm on the right path. Things are just going from strength to strength. And it's because I think, I, you know, I really love this industry and I love what I do. And, uh, yeah, it's that, that's, that's where it all came from. So I just mm. threw everything in it and it's just gone from strength to strength. Not that there's not long hours and there's not, not meetings after meetings. And, yeah. you know, there's still days where you get knocked back and, Someone cheaper, someone you know that they might know better has come in and, and taken that particular project. But there's some really awesome um, things that come from this as well. Yeah, is there any defining like trigger during this process so far that told you you were on that right path? Was it like a meeting that you walked out of, or was it just something? There's been a couple, yeah. yeah. And I, I might, and this might sound a bit crazy, but I, I do go and see. <laughs> A psychic, <laughs> really, <laughs> to ensure that I'm on the right path. And um, oh, mate, that's epic. Yeah, I love that. twice in, in in the last two meetings, you know, she said, "Yes, do this. You you have to do this." And um, so I thought, you know what, that's you... kind of given me a bit of a push to to do what I really want to do. And I've got three children and so it's just about me now and, and I have to not, not think about anybody else except, you know, what I really want to do. So I need to have something that I'm going to be able to support them yeah. and I'm also going to need something that's going to be flexible because if they're sick, I need to pick them up. If, if they're, you know, there's long nights and I need to be able to work from home and, you know, it, it all kind of comes hand in hand. But, yeah, yeah it, it's there's not really been a single defining moment I think what we were saying the other night is when when you when you're definitely on the right path things just happen yeah. and there's been meetings and there's been um you know contracts signed and there's been suppliers that have come and approached me and and it's just kind of been ever since I put myself out there and started using social media and and um getting my website done and, and certain things that, you know, we all know is in business, you know, create your brand and they, they put mm. your brand out there and things like that. So it's just really been me 
putting in the longer hours and putting in my time and my energy to really get this off the ground. And yeah. it, it's paid off. It's really paid off. Um, you know, we were nominated in the top 100 women in construction. We, I say we as a company because I do have a bit of a team. Yeah. Um, but they don't work for me full time, but they definitely are included in the, the we when I say we, and that's yeah. you know, carpenters, painters, electrician, tradesmen, and um, yeah. But um, you know, it definitely pays off in the mm. long run, and it, it just all starts to to work out when you you're on the right path. Well, let's go back to the to the kids for a sec, and. Um... Oh. Because for me, the one thing you did leave it, like, my opinion anyway, uh, I, I, and I have a wonderful wife, super hardworking, like, you know, multiple degrees, um, and I think that you know, a, like, women like yourself and my wife, they're positive role models for the kids, and that's one of the yeah. biggest things. You, okay, you've got we the try. <laughs> well, yeah, but you've got the flexibility of of coming home to pick them up from school if they're sick and things like. that. But I think yeah. from a day-to-day perspective, if they are seeing mum pushing herself to the limits every day, isn't that a positive? I think that's been a big a big thing for me um, is showing my kids, you know, what, you know, when they're older, what, what's right, what's wrong, what, what the expectation is. Life's not, you know, life's not all easy going. Um, you know, it's not all just to be holiday and <laughs> as much as we would love it to be um it's not and I think for me now being a single mom it, it was about showing them that you know things aren't okay to just put up with certain things in life you know you, you I expect better for them and better for myself and I want to be that role model that shows them you know hard work and dedication yeah it all pays off and then we can go on holidays and live in a beautiful place that we do and and all of that but um yeah you just want to show them that uh, you know being a good person and, and doing doing well in the world and and doing good in the world um it does it does pay off and you know there's a lot of people that say oh you're an interior designer how high can it be you know just fluff some cushions and whatever but really what i see it as is yeah (laughs) yeah is is really creating somebody's dream and making it a reality so whether it's you know a small job a large job whatever so showing my kids that it doesn't really matter what it is that they choose to do and I really don't care what they choose to do as long as they're happy doing that and they feel like they're actually giving back something. That's what I want them to do. Have you felt that your happiness level as an individual has grown with the business? 110%, yes. (laughs) I think doing what I was doing before, yeah, it it was a, a regular income and it was good you know a good job um a lot of people would would have loved my job that i had um it was you know very secure job and it was flexible to a certain extent but i there was no passion for me in that job um and you can do a job every single day Mm. of your life but you know you're still working for somebody else and you there's if you're not passionate about it what's the point you know so I would rather work 20 hour days now and and love what I'm doing um, and get that, that end result and, and it's amazing and the, and the overall feeling is 
really satisfying. Um, And being able to provide for my family, doing something that I love, it's a completely different feeling. And that's what I was getting at. The overall happiness in in myself and my kids and my household has been phenomenal. Yeah, and that's what I was was trying to allude to with the kids. I mean, obviously, if mum's super happy, uh, getting up in the morning, doing what you need to do and, and just getting shit done, Daily, yeah, right? and coming and home with a smile. And not just because you have to. Yeah, exactly. You, you want to. Then that, yeah. then that for me breeds a super strong, positive, independent woman that would be, you know, an absolute blessing to any, you know, kid in the house. So I think that's really, really exciting. It's um. Yeah. <laughs> scary. <laughs> of course, of it course, you've taken really the risk, scary right? Taking that, but, but, but um, it, it was. It's yeah, it's really, really rewarding in so many different ways. Have you also found that um, through this process, is property design something that you've been able to do in terms of physically being able to do more so now that the kids are grown up a bit more than you could have done earlier? I think so, definitely. Um, you know, my my eldest is now fifteen. My youngest is five. I uh, wouldn't say the last two weeks have been amazing because I broke my wrist. Are you um, but, um, what were you doing? You know, definitely <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, I'm. It's embarrassing to say, but um, I just came back from Aspen in the snow, and then I fell over at home and uh, broke my wrist. <laughs> so, you, so you survived a week or so on the yeah. snow slopes and broke your wrist inside. <laughs> So it's just life, I think. Maybe it's telling me to slow down a little bit. I'm not sure what the what the reason is, but um, yeah, it is what it is. I think uh, it's teaching me a few lessons, probably to breathe a bit more and slow down. But um, yeah, it's quite frustrating at the same time. Um, yeah, but it's um, yeah, it's been quite a, quite a challenging time with with this. Yeah, with the kids and things. How, obviously, um, the hustle and bustle at home uh, is busy enough. Mm. And then when you're actually on the road doing things for work, how have you actually been able to build your client base from start yeah, to really Yeah, I think it, everyone says to me, you know, how do you do it with three kids? Um, I, you really separate it. it, it it's very different. When I'm at home with my kids, I, yeah, I've kind of learned to stop thinking about work and really just focus on them and their time because really when they get home from school there's only a few hours between them coming home from school you're cooking dinner your focus is purely on them you know homework um reading bedtime showers whatever it is (laughs) you know that that's it you've lost that, that time so there's no point thinking about work and thinking about other things, your your focus is purely on how their day was. Don't worry about your day. Your mm. day doesn't doesn't matter because they're never going to ask you how your day was. Um, you know, so it's about being three different personalities and, and coping with how their day was, and and getting dinner on the table and doing homework and sitting down and having a talk to them. And then once they're in bed, then I can have my time back again. Mm. And what's a couple of hours? It's really nothing. Yeah, you know, so. Yeah. I wear, I get up in the morning, I get up before them so I can try and get some things done. I make sure that their lunches, their uniforms are all done before they go to bed. So in the morning I do have a bit of free time and then, then I can sit down and have me time. Um, so, you know, and I, and I, 
in a way, I'm kind of lucky um, being separated. You you do get, you know, a bit of time off as well. Like I love my kids and, and everything is dedicated to them and they kind of rule the roost at the moment. But at the end of the day, I, I do have that that flexibility of, okay, now you can go to your dad's and I can actually spend time on doing what I want to do. And yeah. so a lot of a lot of um, people, whether, you know, they're married or they're in relationships, they don't get that time off. Mm. Um, it's just all in. And, uh, you know, in a, in a way I kind of go, oh, I'm, I'm lucky because I get, I get that time off. Mm. Um, I can have my time, my free time, and I can also do some extra work. So it is a bit of a juggling act. I won't, I won't lie. <laughs> I think I was on the phone to you the other night and I was having your wine and making spaghetti bolognese yes, at the same were. time. Yeah. But, um, yeah. you just get it done. And I, I'm the kind of person, if I'm not busy, I, I get a bit lost. Um, I'm, I'm a lot more effective and efficient if I've got a million things on the go and it's just how I work. I love it. I love, I love that a bit of stress. And I, I love that, um, bit of anxiety it's just <laughs> the way I work and yeah. I really I work to a deadline I, I love that pressure where is um, where is the bulk yeah. of your clients come from is it is it a referral sort of thing look or? to be honest it has been referral based um and it's it's kind of the best kind uh I do work you know there's an occasional new client um that comes up but to be honest I really have been I won't say lucky. I think lucky is something that's thrown around a, a bit lightly. Yeah. Um, it's been hard work, to be honest. It's been knockbacks and it's been this and that. Um, definitely, I think lucky is not, not the right word at all. Um, but I think once you really show your worth and uh, you can deliver a finished product, then people go, you know what, I'm going to work with you again. Yeah. Um, I've got this really great family that I've worked with on a number of projects and, uh, you know, they have a lot of connections and they could have used anyone in the world yeah. to really to do, to do their home and they, you know, they allowed me the, the opportunity to to create their their holiday house, um, and then they invited me to complete their new residential property in Sydney. So, you know, it was a bit of a flow on effect, and it's the best way to work because people, you, it's all. I think it's all about building that trust. Um, yeah. You know, more so than a three-step step mm. project of of how you're going to deliver this. Um, or a process, in fact. But, yeah, I think it's so much of what I do and how I work is based on that trust and, and being able to produce something that you can both visualise together. Mm. Um, but, yeah, definitely it's been uh, a lot of word of mouth, but now not so much because now this is my, my only source of income. Yeah. So I needed to step it up a notch so I need to get the brand out there and I needed to um you know show a lot more of my showcase so I was doing projects where I wasn't taking before and after um, photos and and that's come back to bite me a bit especially doing website yeah. because there's not a lot of uh 
you know, projects to show and look, this is the finished project um, because that's what people love to see. That's my favourite. I love seeing other people's before and afters. That is my ultimate. Yeah. When I watch certain TV shows, I don't really care about all the fluffy stuff in the middle. I don't care about who's fighting with who and all the drama. Mm. I just want to see what they've produced at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and and it's the same for my clients as well. They want to come onto the site. Everyone's so visual. I'm a very visual and I don't really buy stuff online because I need to go and touch things, feel things, you know. That's just what I'm like and everyone's different. Yeah. But, um, yeah, everyone wants to see before and afters. And that, that's kind of come back to buy me because I just never thought and never really – had that drive to go, hey, you know what, I can actually do this um, and I'm going to do this really well. Yep. So it's something that, yeah, from here on in, I'll never do again. Mm. <laughs> so, so you would say that you would say that In the beginning, it's a, it's a learning curve. Yeah. You would say that that's one of the pitfalls of the experience so far? Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. It's probably one of my biggest. Yeah. And, so and even is, from, yeah, you know, bathrooms or... Uh, a small hallway it doesn't really matter how big the project is people want to see that you've made an impact and you've made a difference and yeah. they want to see that the big the after is a lot better than the beginning yeah and this is what I, this is why i do this podcast right is because yeah you go back to being you're talking about being lucky and it's not luck it's it's absolutely not fucking luck all right mm. it's these mistakes and the and then the wins that you get by repeat business i mean you've been knocking you've knocked about 10 questions off my list Already, um, <laughs> just just through the process, and that's great. That's awesome because what it tells yeah. what it tells people is that this is not fucking luck, right? No. You have to put in the hard yards, and sometimes you're gonna win, and sometimes you're gonna lose, and sometimes you're gonna do the right thing in that moment, and sometimes you're not, and you're not gonna take it. And then down the track, i.e., your website, it's you know it's not going to you know you're gonna go fuck. I should have taken photos, and that's another opportunity for that. Oh, so you learn absolutely. from that, and then it's putting that process into place. So that way, you know, day one, you go in, photos are all taken, all right, and you can use that as a yeah. reference and so on and so forth. Uh, because this is your CV, right, so to speak. And exactly. And exactly. and for potential clients or customers that come along, you know, that hallway might be all they want you to do, and they're going to ask you, "Have you done a hallway?" And you're going to say, "Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I, I have. I've done numbers, but I didn't take any photos." So yeah. But um, but it's important for people to understand that this is definitely not luck, at all. Um, no. no matter what you're doing, there is hard work involved, and in order to hit those successes, you have to have those mistakes. Yeah, I think it's a bit of a kick in the guts, you know, when people go, "Oh gosh, you're so lucky." It's not fucking luck, <laughs> <You know>? man. <laughs> I feel like going. There's no luck in this at all. You know, I've been. Oh, you've gone through so many life. You know, changes in your life, divorce, separation, three kids, and everything's been a learning curve. Yeah. I mean, God, I've tried to source agents overseas to get, you know, cheaper stock because Australian produce, you want to go and, and get everything locally. But unfortunately, it becomes a very high expense, mm -hmm. um, you know, and I've bought products thinking oh they'll sell a lot and and i've had my garage full of stock that's yeah. <laughs> never sold so now i've had to restructure my business and to say you know i work directly yes with suppliers but 
then now as the orders come in, then I order. I don't over-order anything. I don't under-order anything. It's it's not sitting in my garage. So that's been a massive, massive learning curve as well because mm. you outlay all this money and it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. It's just a waste. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's definitely been... Definitely been some uh, some definite curveballs <laughs> that have been thrown. It is pretty crazy, and there's no luck in in sitting up at two a.m. doing paperwork, or you know, getting up at four <laughs> no. a.m. to make a business call to to Indonesia no. or something like that. Yeah, that's right. And finding you know finding trades for people that um, you can rely on that are good. You know, I've been through lots of trades people, tilers, plasterers, painters, yep. and. You, you know, at the end of the day, it's your name, it's your reputation, it's your brand. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really matter about the tradespeople behind you so much because that's not what's signing the paperwork. That's not what's putting their, their name to, to the project. Mm. Um, so it's up to you to go in and go, that's not good enough. You know, whether or not you're going to lay those tiles three or four times, I don't really care. Yeah. But just do it properly because that's... That's my reputation and that's what I'm here for. So, yeah, again, an, another learning curve. And now I've got a great team behind me. Um, it's taken a while to get that, but um, we've finally, we finally got that. Yeah. Um, what uh, You're talking about building brand, right? Um, oh. What sort of social networks do you use currently? Oh, tricky one i'm just about to actually on the way now to my web designer <laughs> who's the expert in all of this as we speak yep. um because you know really i probably haven't been doing enough and i don't even know you know i go to all of these um events where you listen to social media gurus and experts and advertising experts and all of this kind of stuff and mm. And, and everything's great and, you, and you're right, so right by saying, you know, no one wants to be sold to and that's definitely not what I'm here to do. I'm definitely not going to, you know, I'm not here to sell my clients um, anything, yeah. really. What I'm there to deliver is, is what their vision is, really. Yeah. Um, but you know what? It, it's a competitive world. It's a competitive market. So I need to definitely step it up and, and get my brand out there and, um, you know, probably why I accepted this because I'm it's not something I would normally ever do. I'm yep. I'm so nervous to talk. <laughs> we don't need to be <laughs> to, nervous. To anybody, you know? So it's just doing something outside of my comfort zone. So yep. definitely Instagram, you know, that's just a given. Um join LinkedIn, I think that's just what you have to do. Um I've got a Facebook page. Um and I think, you know, it's good to be everywhere. But at the same time, I'm still probably in that learning uh, environment about mm. what's actually working for me. You know, where are my clients actually coming from? Yeah. Um, I would have to be honest and say majority would still be through referrals and still through word of mouth. Um, but that's slowly changing. You know, I've mm. had a couple of clients through, uh, for, through Facebook and a couple through Instagram and just in groups and drives that, I think it's such a small world that along the line they probably know someone that knows somebody yeah. <laughs> that's, that's referred them. So it's all about kind of being, I think, you know, if you have the opportunity, if you can be in as many places and, and put your brand out there, 
um, I think why not? You know, I yeah. think when it comes to financially looking at an advertising budget, that's completely different. But at the moment, and, and that's something I'm definitely looking at now, is where do I put my my advertising budget to? Yeah. And that's what the meeting's about tonight, is where what's going to be the best um, outcome and, and the best return on investment for pay advertising? Because Instagram, Facebook, or, uh, you know, that that's all free and that's great and you do get traction from that. But it's not it's not everything as well. I really do believe in, you know, print advertising still. I'm a big believer in that. Yeah. Why? Because I still go out and buy the magazines, even though it's on Pinterest and it's on all these free sites. Yeah. But I still think it's a really I think you need to be in print. But there's really a big do. there's a difference obviously between, you know, interior design magazine specific than being Correct. in the Daily Telegraph, right? Which costs you an arm and a leg. Um, I'm a firm believer of um, you invest where attention is and obviously yeah. when you <clears throat> have been through this process with my wife yeah, when you are thinking of painting something or building something or ripping something down you the first thing you mm. do first thing you do is you go straight to the news agents and you buy some sort of home decorative magazine absolutely right? that's the first absolutely. one absolutely well, well before Pinterest, uh, well before yeah. Pinterest. Um, I think so, yeah. and I think it's a, uh, you know, and I can also go, well, it's a bit of an age thing as well. You know, my clientele, uh, to be honest, they're not 18. They're not 21, you know. So yeah. it's about finding, too, where where's your target market, you know, where's that age group, where yeah. are they going to look? And I think majority of people still love print, Yeah. you know. I don't think it really, you know, I think people still love it. I think you're right. They go to the, the, the Elle magazine and the, <laughs> and the Vogue Living and, and nothing really changes. But it's still there. Yeah, it's definitely. Still, it's definitely. It still works. Yeah, it's definitely industry specific because I mean, I my guest yesterday, uh, Julie yeah. Eckberg, um, she's in the jewelry industry, and you would think, yeah. you would think that they would uh, be getting a return on investment from print, uh, being in mm. paper and things like, that, and they're absolutely getting nothing, and um, yeah. like to the point where they're running campaigns. Uh, with like absolute ridiculous um, savings. Where and if they like. had a star, wear one one ring or one necklace. Yeah, that would work really well for them because yeah. that's probably a different target market. Yeah, so they're so they're now actually looking at taking their entire budget and moving it to uh, to the digital space. Uh, whether it be yep. Facebook, Instagram, influencers. They'd be better getting a couple of influencers and yeah. getting them to wear the stuff. Exactly, yep. exactly. Yep. So um, speaking of influencers, obviously, if you're unaware and you'll probably find out tonight at your meeting, uh, your best return <laughs> your best return on investment for dollar-wise is actually influencers at the moment, uh, and that includes yeah. obviously print. Uh, have you actually um, have you thought about going down the avenue of working with a range of influencers? Look, definitely, I've got some, you know, key influences that I absolutely would love, love, love to work with um, that are just killing it in the industry. <laughs> you can plug them. Um, you can plug you know, them. It's not a problem. I know who you're talking about, uh, so you can plug them. 
Yeah. Um, there's, there's a couple. Look, um, definitely, like, Greg Nader would probably be just one superstar that just kills it. Yeah. Just really outside of the box. Very different approach to everything um, that design probably stands for. But uh, can he go wrong? Probably not. It <laughs> uh, doesn't seem like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, just awesome. Um, Becky Owens, just love her um, to bits. Love everything that she produces. Um, very much on the same wavelength. Yeah, look, definitely. Um, there's some great brands that are bringing out some great products as well. Um, some that have been around for years that are finally starting to um, develop and produce products that are not only versatile but very stylish as well, which is just fantastic, especially ones I don't know, remember the zip taps, you know, the hot and cold yep. <laughs> taps that are around forever. Um, they've got some really gorgeous, gorgeous products now on the market. Um, that tick every box. So, yeah, look, definitely there's some, some influences um, that I'd love to work with um, given the opportunity. Um, I think, you know, it's very mm. different market where I'm at on the Gold Coast, to be honest. Um, it's not Sydney. It's not Melbourne. It's, uh, it's still classified as a regional area. So, it, you know, there's... There's not so much larger opportunities, but there's so much a gorgeous market there that's just not being tapped into. Yeah, um, have you actually certainly? Have, have you actually taken some time to actually try and contact these people to do a collaboration on any, on any projects? Uh, not really. Um, you know, we we message um, on Instagram a bit, yeah. uh, but to actually do a collaboration, no. And again, this is something I've never done before. So it's definitely on the cards. Um, it's just about, you know, when's the right time. And I definitely think it's it's soon, if not like, you know, tomorrow. <laughs> I'm the kind of person who wants everything done yesterday. Yep, yep. Uh, when I want something done, it's, it gets done. Um, yeah, but it's, you know, since since taking this, this leap, it's, it's definitely opened up a lot of, lot of doors and contacting them would just be you know another tick in the box and i think you know there's definitely definitely um Mm. growth and 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 something that could be in the pipeline for sure i am i i think that by taking these this leap um and it's a ballsy leap right it's a massive risk (laughs) uh so there's no getting around that right so for people that think it's luck it's bullshit and I feel that when you do that, people, um, they, they, there's some sort of energy. I don't, you know, not a psychic thing, but that absolutely there's an energy there. They've understood that you, right. you put your balls on the line and you're taking a giant, ginormous gamble to make this happen for not only yeah. you as a person uh, to fulfill your wants, desires, and needs, but you're also doing it and you're risking the things with, you, with the kids. Um, and I think that. There's a, there's a large level of respect, and and I believe that if you jumped on the phone today after our conversation and you messaged these people and said, you know, can we do a collaboration of some sort? I think you'd be shocked to actually find that yeah, they'd actually come back to you and say absolutely not a problem. Because <laughs> and, and 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 the thing yeah. is, like, my question was going to be was like, what's holding you back? But 
I kind of get that. You know what? I don't think there is anything anymore. I, I really don't. And I'll, I'll be honest, I used to make all these excuses under the sun. Like, I'm just not sure if I can give up my job and, you know, I'm not mm. sure if I can do it or, you know. And then, then when you have <laughs> such a big shift in your life, whatever it might be, um, I think this year especially for so many people that I talk to, if they weren't on the right path, they certainly are now. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people this year have just been through a lot of changes, including myself, um, and it's just made you maybe step back and go, what do you really want to do? Um, you know, so I, I think once you've answered that yourself, and nothing really is there holding you back. What's an email? What's a phone call? I mean, what what really is the worst thing that's going to happen? Another knockback? Or you just move on to the next? Or you keep bringing them? <laughs> exactly. And, exactly. And two things are going to happen. You either, <laughs> and you'll you, be like, you're the, you're the annoying one that keeps ringing me. <laughs> yeah. And, and the thing is like... Until you're they get block a, you, you're right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And you're going to get a no, which is nothing. You learn from the no. You, you evaluate the process and why you got a knockback. Yeah. Um, or yeah. you get the yes, and you would never have got the yes if you hadn't have done the email or the phone call, right? So Correct, yeah. correct. And there's been a lot of yeses since taking this leap, let me assure you. Um, you know, there, there's been great. Yeah. One thing that I really kind of pride myself on, or not, I don't even know if that's the right word, I'm not very good at this, <laughs> I'll be honest. Neither um, am I, and I'm the host. Really come together. <laughs> yeah. um, but I will say, like, I really want to offer my services to everybody, not just somebody who has, you know, an exquisitely beautiful house. Um, that's lovely. And those jobs are fantastic. And, and to furnish and style, like, a, a whole house is is the best. Yep. It's just awesome. And not just homes, but commercial properties, whatever it might be. Um, those jobs are just phenomenal. But. I want to be able to go into someone's house that is selling their home or, or, you know, wanting their home styled nicely and being able to offer my services to everybody. Yeah. Um, so I do work with a number of people on the Gold Coast um, and Brisbane area to offer that service uh, that everyone can afford. So, you know, a tailor those packages really so that every single person that has a home, has a property, has a commercial building, has a office, has a holiday home, whatever it might be, um, that if they want to sell and get the best price, then I can help them. Mm. If they want to move into a place and have it so they feel like they can live in it, and then I can help them. I don't want to be the stylist that has you know, empty Hermes boxes and candles everywhere that people walk into and go, well, this doesn't look livable. It looks like it's out of a magazine. Mm. I want them to feel like, yeah, this is this is it. This is comfortable. This is home. This is elegant. This is stylish um, and and proud of what, what we're going to achieve, um, you know, or, or Put, if they're putting it on the market, then they're proud of putting it on the market and, you know, getting that top dollar that they're, they're after. So my services kind of 
really range from you know very minimal to to all out high end um and that's something that i've really yeah kind of taken a very different approach than than a lot of other interior designers um around so i don't really specifically tailor my my services to a particular um category at all okay do you where's the majority of your products that you source from Oh, look, I try as much as I can locally. Um, I am now working with a local company um, here on the coast and we are working on styling packages for homes that are going to be sold. But for me to do a project, a complete project, styling, um, design, everything, as much as I can, I try and source them from Australia. But I do have a sourcing agent overseas, so we work directly with manufacturers. Uh, if something needs to be custom made, uh, or we can source it in bulk from them, it does work out a little bit financially, a lot more financially uh, better, I suppose you could say the word is. Yep. Um, yeah, it's just a lot more economical uh, in some cases, not all cases. Um, and if I can get it from Australia and Australia made, great. But it's not possible all the time, unfortunately. Mm. Um, so I do have sourcing agents overseas, one based uh, permanently in China, and she works directly with manufacturers for me to source and have things made custom for my clients as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that can be anything from, oh gosh, tiles, chairs, um, bricks, any absolutely anything, fabrics to you name it um you know most things unfortunately these days for australia are produced and manufactured there and imported um the best thing from for myself to keep my costs down my overheads is i don't store anything yeah everything that i source and i supply is straight from the manufacturer um, and delivered to my clients so is there any particular product or brand that you come back to it's a bit of a tough one um Look, not not really. Um, I love certain products. I, I'm just about to launch my own product range of oh I did I did a semi launch and they actually all sold out. That's um, awesome. and that's because I couldn't find a particular product. So I looked high and low for just a simple range, four colours, um, of a velvet pillowcases and then uh, throws for my for beds um, that you could also just turn into either a quilt cover or also use as a throw and I couldn't find them so I decided and do my own (laughs) and um, using my agent in China I, I did a small range and they sold out so now in Australia, there'll be three three stockers that will stock these products. Um, I'll go over there in June and make sure that they're all up to scratch and, and bring them over for release um, yeah. July, August for this year, cool. uh, which will be awesome. And really, I kind of, you know, there's a great um, there's a great agent in Brisbane called Brave Designs and they actually stock a number of of brands which i i do use quite constantly um also work really um 
really closely with Domain here, um, only because they do use a lot of Australian designers and here, you know, a lot of things, if they're made overseas, it's, it is a bit tricky to have them custom made and things like that. I know in my lounge room, it's not, it's not the biggest lounge room, so I had to get um, a custom made couch to fit the space. Yeah. And how do I do that? I had to get a Australian made, which is great. Um, I love doing that yep. <laughs> as much as I can. Um, great cushions, Bonnie and Neil, I use all the time. Uh, and I really love, I just love sourcing products from smaller companies too yep. because they're just a bit different. I mean, I could walk down the road and be a typical designer and go to, you know, the chain stores, your Freedom, your Max Barrow, your Coca Republic, and they have great products. They really do. They yep. really, look, I even go to Kmart for some of my clients because the things that, you know, are seasonal or they're just in fashion for now and things like that, you can, you don't need to spend a fortune on. Mm. And I, I'm big on that um, because they're not going to be around forever. So that's yes. okay. Yep. You can you can do that. Um, but the products that you're really going to keep for a long time, you know, you want a good dining table. Chairs, yeah, that's great. But it depends on the client. It depends on the clientele. Do they have kids? Are you going to get fabric chairs? Things like that. It all comes into play. Yep. So spend money on a good couch, a good dining table, um, all your accessories. You don't need to spend a fortune on. Mm. Um, you can depending on what your overall look is going to be. But do I go back to a particular client all the time for certain things? Not really. Okay. No. I'm not very loyal. <laughs> but that's the thing. You don't no, need to be, right? Because if your product is not right for my client, it's not right. And I don't care if I've used you 100,000 times. No. It's all about my client, to yep. be honest. And it's not about the product. Mm. Because you see those reality shows where people are like, oh, I painted the house and I've decorated it myself because I'm yep. going to sell the house, right? And it looks fucking horrible. And it's because yep. it's tailored to what – that's what you like. Like you love red walls and you love a, you know, I don't know, yep. like a satin lounge. I've got no idea. But at the end of the day, that's not what the end consumer wants, right? When you, Especially when you're trying to sell. Correct. Like, and I, I yeah. really think it depends. Again, it, it comes back to the client. Um you know, is it their forever home? It's very different to are we going to sell in a couple of years' time. If they're going to sell in a couple of years' time, we can go with what they want to a certain extent. You know, your soft furnishings, um, you know, paint, anything fixtural that's going to cost a lot of money. If it's not their forever home, I would advise them not to go down that path because when it's time to sell, you need to really reach out to majority of the market yeah. um, and not not be about you. It's now about yeah, getting the best price for your home. Um, it, it totally changes. But if it's your forever home, go to town. Do yeah. what you like. <laughs> You're going to stay in there forever. Yeah. And um, it really does change. So, again, the three-set sell, selling steps is just not going to suit yeah. what I do um, because it all comes down to, to what my clients want. Um, and do I have a favourite product? Yeah, oh, there's some artwork. I love, I love Slim Aaron's. They would probably be my favourite. 
do they go with all my clients' properties? No. Do I wish they did? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. Um, yeah, so I personally have favourites, uh, but they just don't work in all the cases. Mm. Have you felt that um, the Australian property market has helped in the development of property design? Oh, look, when I first started this, um, the property market was terrible, I'll be honest, um, especially on the Gold Coast. It was really in a slump. So I just did bits and pieces. Um, uh, did I make any money? No. In some cases, I lost money <laughs> because yeah. I just wanted to to finish a pro- project. I, I wanted to go, yep, I did that. You know, I quoted this, but it's ended up being this. Am I going to tell my clients? No, I'm just going to wear it yeah. because I wanted to finish something. Um, do interior designers, you know, do people associate them with the luxury life? Yes. Do they go, we can't afford it? Absolutely. That's why with my brand, the biggest thing for me to achieve at the moment is being able to, I suppose, let people know that they can afford it and I don't want it to be associated with, you know, just the higher end. Um, You know, everyone's entitled to achieve the best price for their property. Everyone's entitled to achieve a sense of, um, you know, a sense of, I don't, I don't even know the words, um, yeah. a, a sense but, of like achievement yeah. of this is my home and, and a pride. I think it's a pride thing too, you yeah. know, when you want people to come over for, for dinner or, 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 you know, whatever it is most people do. I don't know, I drink wine, <laughs> not everyone else. Um, but if I'm going to invite people over for a wine, I don't really want them to come into a place where there's just stuff everywhere or, yeah. you know, there's one thing going on here or there, you you want to be proud of your home, yeah. I believe. Um, so, yeah, my, my service is definitely available to everybody. Did you, I mean, how did you find your price point? Like, you know, your... <sighs> oh, gosh. It's hard, isn't it? Again, still a learning curve for me. Yeah, yeah. Does it, does Everyone it... who knows me will tell you that I'll just do it and say, I'll do it. Don't worry about paying me. Um, so that's been... That has been the biggest thing. Um, yeah, doesn't matter about trades, doesn't matter about advertising. That for me has been the biggest thing. And it's because I love what I do. So for a long time I've gone, I just love doing it. Don't worry, I'll go to the shops for you and I'll spend my weekend doing up your room and I will – drive around for hours and search for the right tile for your kitchen and, and, you know, just because I loved doing it. Yeah, you love the Um, process, right? So I didn't really put a value on it and that's that's been massive. Yeah. Um, And it's probably just been since I went, you know what, this is actually my income and I kind of look at it like I go to the gym and my trainer charges me a fortune I my, my partner used to call her the robber. <laughs> You're going to the robber this morning. Um, but it's because they value what they do. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that, that's been the biggest thing for me. And, and looking at my time and going, oh, hang on. I'm actually, re- I, I'm actually really good at what I do. And 
what's my hourly rate compared mm. to somebody else's? But also at the same time, I want it to be affordable. So you yeah. can't go and whack on all these huge prices. No. Yeah. So again, it's about tailoring that project to that individual, whether it's, um, you know, a percentage of the overall cost, whether it's an hourly rate and you've, got to look at the whole project as a whole um, and work out the best way to deliver this to your client and also what's going to be able to be sustainable for you to be, you know, to make money as a company. Yeah, because you've got bills to pay, that's been a huge thing. Yeah, and you've got bills to pay. You've got a web goal. You've got trades now you have to pay. You're going to a meeting tonight about social media, so that's going to have to – there's a budget that's going to have to come from somewhere. So it really, again, it's just about that particular project. So putting an an hourly rate on my – what I do doesn't even exist. Um, It's just about, hey, you know what, that project's only going to take me no trades. I can do that myself. That's a few hours. You know, it's – that's an hourly rate job. Yeah. Um, Whether it's a – big whole project, whether it's construction, project management, design, um, style, the works, it could be um, a percentage of the overall cost when we take out the trades as well. So it really depends on the particular project. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, During this whole process, uh, if you had to start again tomorrow, um, (laughs) just one thing, just one thing, what what would be one thing you'd change if you had to start again? Oh, gosh. Um, I would have done that a lot sooner. That's a really good answer. <laughs> That's it. I would have done it a lot, a lot earlier. You should bring yes. out a, you should bring out a shirt range. I should have done this a lot sooner. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be it. Um, I love it. I really love what I do. It's awesome. Um, you can hear that you love it. That's the best part. Yeah. You know. Sometimes, you know, you've got a client drives you nuts, but really in the in the scheme of things it's it's nothing. Yeah. Um yeah, it's it's nothing. I really enjoy it. Even today I was sitting on the computer and thought, Oh my god, if I look at one more lounge, I'm gonna go <laughs> off my brain. But when it comes together, it's like, oh, this is, it's worth it, you yeah. know. Um, sourcing products, that's a nightmare because you've really got to be ahead of the game. Yeah. Um, so it can be a bit tricky. But, I, yeah, you're, I think, yeah, the, the first answer I gave, if I did it all again, I'd probably just do it sooner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what advice would you give uh, young business owners or managers? Oh. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm in that position yet. Oh, I'm sure you are. I mean, you've, you've built you've Look, built I, I think, from you know, it's really important to sit down with people. And I don't think I do this enough myself. Um, when I do do it, I go, God, I should do this more often. Um, and I, give this, I do give this advice to people in all industries. Speak to someone that's done it before. Just hmm. go out and... You know, make a phone call, send a text, send a message on Facebook, Instagram, in LinkedIn, whatever, and reach out to people and go, hey, have you got a minute? Because I just really want to pick your brain. Yeah. And I think people give you the time because you're interested. And you know what? At the end of the day, people love to talk. They mm. love to tell you about how good they are. They mm. love to tell you about 
you know, <laughs> they, they do really like it. Um, and I think it's just about listening, listening yeah. to people's um, journeys, listening to their mistakes, because um, that's what you learn from. And that's At what... the end of the day, no, nobody wants to hear, yeah. oh, it was, you know, it was pretty easy, you know, I got given the company or, you know, things yeah. have been pretty, pretty good. Yeah. No, no one, no one cares about that. No one listens to, you know, the the news or sixty minutes or whatever you listen to on the other side of the world. I'm not sure um, about people's lives that have been easy rides. Yeah, people want to hear about the trials, the tribulations. They want to hear about your stuff ups. What the biggest learning curve was you know they, they want to hear about your journey and they want to hear about that you're a real person and i think that's what resonates with people is that you are a real person um you know my life on papers oh god it's a complete mess <laughs> uh it's definitely not what i went oh you know what i'm gonna leave school and i'm gonna get married and happily ever after and whatever and it's just not been that yeah, yeah. um but people, that, that would be boring, wouldn't it? It'd be boring really? as shit. <laughs> of course. Of course. And when, you know, between you and I, we're 14,000 kilometres apart from each other doing this. And, you know, and no one's... I think that if you had a life where it just was plain sailing every day, I don't feel you achieve anything. You might no. not lose anything. But you definitely don't achieve, and I think. That... And I don't think you really appreciate what you've got. Oh, you know what? My you definition know. of lucky, Brie, is this, right? Lucky is someone that gets up in the morning and doesn't give a fuck about what they want to do, and they just go to work and they just do the repetitive job, whether it's laying bricks or doing something else, like you know, doing paperwork. That to me, yeah. if you're content with that, that's lucky, because <laughs> yeah. because I can't do that. There's, no. not, there's not one part of my body no. I, that would I would just drive me up the wall if I had to do something like that. And I yeah. and I and I find that talking with people and and getting this journey um, through the process is basically it tells me that it tells me that yeah. you and and uh, and and the other guests that I've had on and that are, and that I know that are coming on that I know I preempt this conversation. I understand yeah. that it's going to go down this path. Um, but it needs to be heard, and and you know we all know what happens with celebrities. You know that that stories get told repetitively all the time. But I feel that um, personally, that individuals such as yourself have a much more uh, you know driven desire to to do well. Um, it's not easy, but it's a story that needs to be heard and needs to be told. And it's something that also with technology now. We have the ability to record something like this, and that your great grandchildren that you may or may not get to meet, um, you know, will actually understand. Oh, hang on. So, you know, great grandma, she didn't just sit around and do fuck all. Uh, she worked yeah. her ass off uh, to provide for you know my grandparents. You know, and if yeah. you get what I mean. Like, so there's definitely this there's this brand building, there's this legacy, and there's this process of of not only um, delivering a business. But delivering happiness is that pursuit of happiness. Um, yeah, and for exactly. me, that's for me that's my biggest. And I think driver. you know it's, it's definitely like just self satisfaction as well. Um, you know, just knowing that you you know it gives you a sense of 
you've got to get up in the morning and mm. you've got to, you know, a bit of a sense of achievement. Um, I think that's, that's um, it's an amazing feeling. What are your plans for the future with Poppy Design? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I, you know, in the website, um, as I said, I'm on the way now to the guy's house um, or factory. Um, we are... Uh, producing a, a site where all of every room that I create, you can recreate at home, uh, make it easy for everybody. They won't need to, I won't have a job soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you, you can buy all that. Definitely uh, large developments. I find, especially here on the Gold Coast, I'm not sure about anywhere else, I feel they're a little bit, bit boring. Um, mm. You know, every apartment looks the same. So just you know, perhaps cracking into that market um, and definitely, you know, sustainable housing. Uh, it's definitely a huge growth area um, and trying to use products that, um, you know, are good for the environment that, um, you know, so many different avenues <laughs> that we really could go down. Um, but, yeah, definitely the larger uh, development sites, I, I look at them and go, oh, bit hideous. Bit yeah. boring, yeah. all the same. Want to do something a bit different, um, and then incorporating, you know, sustainable living. That would be amazing. Yeah. Um, but but who knows? Um, you know, definitely uh, getting my brand out there in the near future. That that's something that we're trying to do now. Um, but down the track, yeah. Look, um, development sites, sustainable housing, whichever. I'm, that works hand in hand, but just just using products that are, that are like like I mentioned, like like zip taps. I mean, they've been around forever and a day. Yeah. Um, but have they been fashionable? No. Um, are they useful? Yes. So now designers are bringing things and incorporating them together. So yeah, it's it's great. It's such an exciting time. To yeah, be we honest, have, um, we, we had one of those taps. I think as a kid too. Back in the <laughs> great yeah yeah, yeah. Um, you know there's so many things that are changing like and and just the way we live is is changing so interior design is not just you know couch and a dining table it's now like innovation it's it's about utilizing space people are you know especially overseas they're they're living in tiny spaces so utilizing the space as best we possibly can um and creating that like that sanctuary and i think that's what people want they want to yeah. such busy lives they want to come home and they want to have that that their their own area over their, their sanctuary where their family feels safe where they feel safe where mm -hmm. they can be themselves and you know there, there's there's so much potential out there um, to incorporate all of this yeah. um, awesome stuff. Um, and, and look, there's so many fascinating designs and that are, that are also available yeah. um, as a designer to tap into and, and to purchase for your clients. It's, it's fun. It's really fun. Mm. Um, and I find it... Yeah, it's fascinating. I spend a lot of my time researching products and designers and space-saving things. And look, I've got three kids, and you know, we don't we don't live in a mega mansion by any means. So yeah, and and I think you know, I think too, we're we're, at a, we're in an era where 
a lot of people are starting to kind of go minimalistic is yeah, sometimes better. That's actually um, what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you whether you've actually watched uh, any of the series on min- minimalism. Or min- and I love it. Minimalism. Uh, is it minimalistic I, living? You know, every time, like my parents have a house um, in Indonesia and every time I go there, I pack to the nines and I use none of it. Yeah. None of it. And I, every time I get on that plane home and I think, this is ridiculous. I'm downsizing. I'm not going to the shops anymore. I'm not buying any more clothes. I'm not going to do this. Yeah. Um, we don't need all this new fancy stuff because I've lived out of a suitcase and literally, you know, what else do we need? We, we, we as a, uh, but then as soon as you get back into the society that we are accustomed to and that we live in, that is society. And unfortunately it's what we do and it's what we live in. Mm. Um, and you fall back into that. But it's really important to keep in mind, you know, less is more. I think a lot of the time when I go in and style a property or I prepare a property in a sale, it's about decluttering. <laughs> and we just have exactly. so much stuff. Exactly. So much stuff. Yeah. Um, there was a comedian. You know, center console in my car fills up monthly. And every month I go, right, if I'm not looking in there and needing any of this in the next four weeks it's all going in the bin because it's just more stuff and we're just such a you know we are a society that easy calm easy go and we just have we just yeah we buy for the sake of buying sometimes um so yeah most of my design and and preparation for selling and and buying is, is is a lot of it is yeah decluttering, minimal minimalizing your life, yeah. um, you know, and and just reinventing what's yeah. already there. Yeah, there was a comedian uh, a few years ago. I think it was George Carlin, and he had a piece. Uh, and forgive me, I could be wrong. It was, it was George, but he had a piece on um, people buying houses. You know, you start off when you're younger, you get an apartment. And then you fill it full of apartment stuff, and then you get married, and now you've got two people's apartments filling a house full of stuff. And then when you go on a holiday, you take stuff with you. And it was all about how, no matter what size property we have, the generation before it had, just has this knack of just filling it of shit, right? Just yeah. we have an extra room. Well, what are we? But it's we're going to need to do when something. You, with it. When you get older, you go downsize again and then <laughs> what know? do you do with all the shit the minute my kids have moved out i swear to god i'm buying a one bedroom apartment and they're not going to, i love them to death yeah. they're not going to be able to come back and stay the night yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm gonna have a couch and that's about it yeah, you know yeah, it's yeah. um yeah it's funny your life goes it's cycles it's all about cycles mm. and um yeah i'm i'm just glad that i'm in a position where i can fulfill um, you know, people's needs and wants and, and, and deliver what they, they want to achieve at the end of the day. Is there, a, is there a desire for Poppy Design to go out of Australia? Have you been approached to go outside of Australia to, to do a project? 100%. Um, they're definitely, you know, I've had talks with a couple of clients, um, not many, I'll be honest. It's not really been something that... I've put a lot of thought and energy to, but yeah. it's definitely not not on the cards. Yeah. Absolutely, um, you know why not? Why not expand if you can? Yeah. Um, absolutely, I'm all for that. Yeah, cool. You know, cool. If you want to grow, well, 
why why you know limit yourself? I agree, and the world I'm just is a person. It, yeah, and, and, <laughs> I'm just a person. I can get on a plane and fly anywhere. Yeah, and the world. And I think, the world is more place today. With furnishings and and design and things. You know, I get lots of inspiration from from people overseas. Um, I definitely, certainly, don't limit myself to to Australia, um, and certainly not to to the Gold Coast. Mm. Um, you know, that would just just be so restrictive, and not just not just to you, to your clients, to your results, to to the end result. Um, yeah, so so overseas, why not? Okay, well, to everyone here in Sweden, I'm seeing it. <laughs> Uh, and so anyone else is listening, if they need uh, poppy design to fly anywhere, Bree is completely open to doing that. Um, how can yes. people find you? Um, you can give yourself shameless plugs. Oh, look, um, you can follow us on um, Facebook, just uh, Poppy Design. Uh, we're on Facebook, uh, Instagram, um, Poppy Design, uh, I think it's underscore AUS. <laughs> Uh, our website will be live. It is there. Uh, there's just some tweaking that needs to be done quite yep. a bit, yep. but that's www.hobbydesign.com.au um, and LinkedIn, uh, just Bree Allen. So, awesome. yeah, awesome. we definitely can be reached. Yep. Um, are we perfect? No, but we're getting there. <laughs> I- no, nothing's perfect, but if you're always in the pursuit of it, you'll be fine. Um, I'll yeah. put all the details in the show notes for the listeners so they'll be able to go down, down uh, scroll down, click on Instagram, Facebook, oh, websites, wherever it might be, uh, they need to get a hold of <laughs> Bree, so this, is, this has been awesome. I appreciate um, appreciate you giving me the time to, to sit down and have a conversation with you. Super proud of you. Well done. Top 100 Thank Australian so women much. in construction. It's awesome to you and the team. Uh, I think it's fantastic, and it's an inspiration for for anyone that uh, is in a, is in the grind in the nine to five, and has aspirations of, of breaking out yes. of it. Um, yeah. Just take Bree's advice. Uh, I wish I'd have done it sooner. So if you're thinking of doing it today, start today. Don't do it tomorrow. And uh, yep, yeah, I greatly appreciate it. Thank you very much for joining me awesome. uh, here on Romania. Thanks so much. No, Thanks for uh, having me. Not a problem. Not a problem. <laughs> Um, take thank care, you. have a good day, and uh, thank you so, so much. Well, it's night time here, so I'm going to bed. <laughs> I'm going to the web designer. So what you do at 7.30 at night in Australia. <laughs> when, you, when you said the web designer was in the factory or in his house, those IT guys could be living in a factory. You just don't know. No. It could be uh, a, yeah, a yeah, combination true, of both. True. You never know. No, that's <laughs> <Ash is> great. <laughs> well, look, keep me All posted right. and uh, take care. Say hi to the family and... Thank you again so very, very much. Thank you very much. Have a lovely day. You too. Take care. See ya. Bye. Bye.